This episode is sponsored by really hating yourself after watching a movie, and there's so many reasons why that we're going to get into. Here we go! Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where this week we're talking about a a movie that... Oh boy. <laughs> Talking about the Joker. And uh I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez, and with me this week to talk about this oh boy is Troy. How's it going, Troy? Hey, uh am I on the air right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Gamers rise up! Cool, alright, thank you. Now that we got that out of the way. Um just uh, was, that, was that a <laughs> you completely is that a peaked. vine or a tiktok or what 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 <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh so that was a reference to something that happened uh ah shoot i think it was like a year ago there was like a just like a video of someone goes on a, on the radio air and was like okay am i on cool all right live in front of everybody perfect and they just screams that out <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> So that's great. That's that's pretty appropriate. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Sorry, like I'm it. I'm very clearly coming at this from a weird perspective. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. A really a really weird movie from a really weird perspective. Um okay. <laughs> uh real quick, did you see that uh damage control? This is the news real quick, just like one thing. Did you see that damage control mm-hmm. oh, model yeah, before- thing? Knowing that you uh, have yes. what did you think? Uh I don't know what to think of that. It's I don't I, know. I, I mean, it's it's a VR game, right? It's it's a VR experience, so it's not even a hmm. game. I don't think it's so it's like so a is really... it like the Star Tours thing where you just like sit down and then they just kind of take you through the they, ball they the said place. they said we're selling tickets. So is it? Yeah, maybe it's like a VR, like a more involved Star Tours. But like when this is like false advertising because when I saw this come up in my feed, I'm like, oh. There's, there's, they're doing a damage control, like, uh, Disney Plus thing? That's amazing. This is gonna be fun. And then, no, it's just, uh, why is it even called damage control? It's just the Avengers doing stuff. And it's a VR So experience. is that a reference to something? Like... Yeah, damage control, I think, I think they might have shown up in an Avengers movie at some point. Uh, it was speculated that, like, the Vultures team was gonna be damage control, and then it, that ended up oh, not being... Oh, oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, they're like a construction cleanup crew that cleans up after superheroes, and they're usually ticked about okay. it. <laughs> just so, like, yeah, so it's a team thing. That's that's yeah. very weird. Yeah, just real blue collar, regular people, and you kind of. That's get to like naming your crime drama Justice League. Like that's a very misleading way to go with that. Yeah, except the opposite, where you're you're expecting the crime drama, and then you get Justice League, and it's not good. Like it's not a good movie or experience or whatever oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so that was disappointing i don't like why just just why there's other vr things that are probably fine and why okay uh speaking of why um (laughs) we saw the joker (laughs) it came out that happened uh we're gonna do non-spoilers and then spoilers uh but you might be able to tell from my attitude uh what i kind of think what did you think of it troy I I don't know. I was It's weird. I was expecting more out of it. I I think it's a lot of people have either gone all the way where this is the best thing ever or this is the worst thing ever. 
I think it's okay. I think it's, I mean, it's been done before, a lot of the stuff in the film. It's not as groundbreaking and revolutionary as sometimes it presents itself. Um, right. I, I have been a little defensive of kind of the idea that people think it's, it thinks it's a huge deal, but yeah, there are some things in there that are a little, are a little pretentious and a little <laughs> arts, artsier than it should have been. Um, but overall, I think it's a great character drama. I think it's, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is incredible. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying anything that hasn't already been said, but Joaquin Phoenix is just, he gets into this role and it's, it's seamless. It's, um, it's masterful. Yeah. 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 And, I, uh, I can agree with that. Definitely. Some very weird choices in some spots, but other than that, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, okay. That's that's kind of a key thing. You enjoyed it? Did you enjoy watching yes. it? Did you enjoy, your like, did you feel good afterwards? Uh, yeah, that is that is the problem. It's not a very feel-good movie. I mean, it's not aiming to be. It's, it is right. supposed to be a very dark film. Um, I did feel very gross afterwards, but... Okay, okay. I, yeah... But you enjoyed, okay. I don't know. All right. I, I was just curious because I... I'm glad that it exists and that I saw it. It's just, it's not going to leave you feeling warm and fuzzy at the end. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. What would you say to any community me- members about this movie if they watch, if they listen to this podcast? Which um, some do, some don't. Most I, don't. <laughs> I know, we've got a varying variety of people who are like of like what they're okay with watching um i don't think it's i don't i don't think it's hyper violent i think it is disturbing um Mm -hmm. it's got some language i don't know do do you want to do like a what do you think the plot was for all the i guess all the homeschool kids (laughs) sure hey kids do you have parents who won't let you well okay say yes to the first part that otherwise this is sad but um Yes, we have parents. <laughs> you We're have not parents? Batman. Um, yeah, no. Are you, hey, kids, are you Batman? <laughs> we answer if you said yes to. Or We're said, not Batman. This is a train wreck. I'm sorry. Uh, so Arthur Fleck, he's a guy. He's sad. He's got this condition where uh, he laughs uncontrollably. That I, I guess that is basically the plot. <laughs> it's just unraveling this character. What's messed up about this character? And, and then slow descent in ma- into madness. Exactly. Yeah. And also lots of dancing in between to yeah, decompress. Yeah, a surprising amount of dancing in this movie. It's murder and then <laughs> yes. dancing. And then more murder and then more dancing. Yeah. And then more murder and then some more dancing. And then he basically goes on the each, giant- Each one ramps up more and more. Exactly. And then he basically gets- He tries to do stand-up comedy and he fails horribly because of his laughing condition that just interrupts him oh, and keeps man. him from doing- That was- Okay. That was more uncomfortable than some of the murders in this movie, if I'm being totally honest. Like, just getting up there and being like, oh, they're going to kill him. This oh, is, man. they're metaphorically yeah. going to kill him, and then he's literally going to kill them. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was metaphorically brutal. Yeah, uh, I think what I texted you uh, after watching it was that uh, this is definitely one that I would 100% definitely not necessarily recommend. <laughs> that, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> definitely that's 100% percent not necessarily recommend. Like, uh, yeah, what Kevin says all the time. <laughs> I don't re- necessarily recommend it. It's good. But I don't necessarily recommend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah and exactly. It, yeah, so, like, it's it's well made, but I hated myself afterward for watching it. Like, halfway through, I'm just like, oh, man. If, if I... 
Like I've come too far to walk out of this now, but I'm just not feeling good. This is oof. This is this is a this is a, this is a thing that's it's happening definitely, right now, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's brutal in certain spots. I think it's um as as much as the main character is not meant to be like you're not supposed to see yourself in them. You're not supposed to. It's very much supposed to be. Uh, Aren't you though? I I that, saw that myself in him, and that's that part of like what if, made me uncomfortable. Yeah, no, there are. Like, there are certain bits of it that are relatable. Like, there are, like, oh, to an extent, I know someone who's gone through that, or I, to an extent, have gone through something similar to that. Yeah, just, like, loneliness. Yeah, yeah, no, that is... There are some bits that are uncomfortably relatable, but it does... I, I feel it does do a good enough job of distinguishing, like, here's the line that he crosses very clearly. Yeah. At a certain... It's going to be at different points for different people, but I think by the end, you're you're watching him. You're not looking up to him. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You 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 stop pitying him even after a while. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, it's it's a terrible person doing terrible things to other terrible people, and that 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 type of thing is not my cup of tea normally. So mm-hmm. that I think that's that's kind of my main problem with it. It's super well made. You're right. It's a little pretentious in some points. Like I think, uh, specifically the dancing that kind of goes on for too long. A lot yeah, of people have talked yeah, no, about there's... this, but I feel like that's a little bit like it's. It's not just. It's not that it gets like boring because oh he's dancing again. It's more like mm-hmm. all right, we get it. Like you, that's a beautiful shot of somebody being very emotional and whatever, and the lighting's incredible and whatever. Get over yourself. Let's move yeah. on with the movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, I, I totally get that. Yeah, so it's more pretentious for the sake of being pretentious instead of, uh, rather than, oh, I'm actually bored right now. You're never, mm-hmm. you're never bored in this movie. Um, if anything, you're just like, oh my gosh, okay, thank God we have a, a time to relax for a second, but now we're relaxed and let's, let's get on with it. Yeah, I think there, there is sort of this idea that it's like an art house film disguised as a superhero film. It's kind of the opposite. It's a superhero film that has all of the, all of the, uh, I don't know what, like I guess wearing, the, wearing a superhero or supervillain mask. Exactly. It's yeah, not, it's, you get the flowery it's not font. It's really the about, like, Hey, look, the Joker's it, isn't it ironic. It's kind of like a cartoon font in the beginning. And then like, yeah, we've seen that before. So it's not, I don't know. Yeah, it's like barely. It, somebody pointed us pointed this out later. I was like, and you're right. That they're right. It's barely a Joker like comic book movie at all. It's and if you took the if you took away oh this guy's name the Joker and if you named uh the kind of ancillary characters uh, different things that made them not comic book characters anymore, it wouldn't really change it very much, and it would still be the same movie. Like it wouldn't matter, so that kind of brings up like, uh, is it a, it's a really a comic book movie then? But I don't know, I, I don't know about that aspect of it. I think it does feel very. Um, does it feel comic know, it, booky it, to it, you? <laughs> what was that? Does it feel comic booky to you? It no, but also at the same time, I feel like it does kind of capture certain ideas about the characters. Um, like again, I, it's hard to get into it without going into spoilers, but I think there are certain. It's kind of like how the Dark Knight captured, like, the the idea of Batman being about order and the Joker being about chaos and kind of, like, there's nothing, 
Like, Gotham looks like Chicago. It doesn't look like these massive Gothic architecture uh, structures and then, like, the the museum that has right. the diamonds and the, and the dinosaur stuff. Like, it, there's no Batman and Robin sure. stuff in The Dark Knight. But right. you boil down the characters to what they represent and what they're all about. And you can still get a very good comic book story, even though it is a crime drama. And it's not really something comparable to... Uh, the Schumacher Batman films or the Tim right. Burton Batman films or the MCU. Like it's not comparable <clears throat> to that, but it is true to what these characters are and what makes it different makes it interesting. Okay. But do you think that this Joker is true to what you know about the Joker, even though he's had, you know, a bunch of different reasons you just brought up that the Joker is like, as far as I know, always about like chaos. Like he doesn't really have much of a, uh, motivation other than chaos. And from that perspective, like yeah, that is, this is very true to that. Because he's not about okay. politics. He's not about, um, any of that. He just, he's in pain and he's lashing out. Okay. I think, um, this is in the trailer. He, he says that, you know, uh, for such a long time, I didn't feel, like, you know, I didn't know if I existed and I do. And people are starting to notice that is something mm-hmm. that is his, motivation through a lot of the movie i feel like most of the movie so i feel like he doesn't have he has like a human motivation whereas the joker normally you can't some men can't be bought you can't they can't be bullied they just want to watch the world burn Mm -hmm. this guy's not that and that's kind of my thing like he's he's not very jokery in that way and also he's a freaking idiot so like (laughs) yeah just imagining him going out going up against Batman and be like, well, Batman could like sit behind his computer and beat this guy and it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't, wouldn't matter. Or he could go up to his house and beat the crap out of him and it wouldn't take half a second. Do you know what I mean? Like either way, Batman wins in an afternoon and it just doesn't, it's like this guy, this, this is not, this is not very, this is not the Joker. Like I get it. It's pretty, it's a, it's an art house film, but it's not the Joker. Well, and it's kind of, again, this film is setting out to show how someone becomes that far gone, as opposed to how does this person become a supervillain. So, and I, again, I, without going into spoilers, there is a moment uh, that is, I didn't even notice it until it was pointed out to me, but that there is like a very subtle, crafty supervillain thing that he does at one point okay. where I'm like, oh yeah, that, that could segue into kind of how he's always thinking ahead and how he's uh, using... The fact that he's uh, how people perceive him against them. Right. Okay. Okay. Speaking of segues, we're gonna go into uh, the <laughs> we're gonna go to spoilers. Uh, oh yeah. I would not unless you got anything else you want to say for non spoilers. Um, um. It's it's a pretty movie. It's well made. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But you should see. It. I, I think w- regardless of what you've heard, I think you should go see it because it's. An important movie. It's not revolutionary. I would argue that Logan did it first. And I do really want to see more of these movies where you take a character, you isolate them from like a continuity. It's basically an anti-MCU film where there's no continuity outside of this film. But you just put this character in a vacuum and tell a very cinematic story. Like Logan was kind of a send off to superheroes in the context of being a western film and this is more uh kind of a downtrodden uh really a a take on the killing joke 
in the context of Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy and those sorts of like have one you, man versus society type movies. By the way, what was that? Have you seen either of those movies? By the way, I haven't. I it's one of those movies. Okay. I it's those movies are really on my list that I should have seen by now. <laughs> like um, it's sort of like Citizen Kane, which I actually did see a while ago. But like those movies that we all know we're supposed to see, we just haven't seen them right yet. yeah i was just wondering to see if it would like uh com- how it would compare but yeah we'll we'll tackle that some other time yeah i, I am interested in seeing how because i've heard they're very similar so i should look into that at some point um but having right. not seen either of them I, I still think that uh i don't know the plot doesn't feel super original but it is as far as like how they how the characters fit into it i do feel that the character story was done well the plot's a bit generic right yeah, I would agree with that too. And I feel like it's one of those things where, you know how, have you ever heard people say you can have, there's like, uh, there's a limited time that you have in your life and there's friends, family, and like career and you can only really have two of them. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like with, um, like character, plot, and I don't know, action, like you can only really do you have to kind of focus on one of them, and especially with character yeah, and plot. Like, yeah, you're exactly. either character-focused or you're plot-focused. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I definitely feel like he this movie went more for a character uh, study rather than, uh, like, a great plot. Um, mm-hmm. I I just want to say that if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, uh, I would not... I would definitely not <laughs> recommend that you go see it unless you're totally okay with... Uh, some like pretty brutal violence and it's a real downer of a movie so if you're if you're okay with that that. yeah totally cool like i wish i had seen this on a day where i wasn't like exhausted and (laughs) probably should have just like i was more in the mood i realized afterwards i should have seen like you know fast and the furious type of movie just kind of like a popcorn stupid movie just to kind of decompress and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> instead, I was completely compressed for this entire movie. <laughs> it's not it's not good to decompress with this. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's, fair. That, that, that's my recommendation. Spoilers. What is what was what do you what was this that you were talking about? Oh, that, spoilers. Uh, yeah, you were just talking about something that you didn't want to spoil, and I don't remember. Oh, what the yeah, yeah. So was. again, as the movie goes on, you get more Joker mannerisms. It stops being sad guy accidentally kills people and starts to become more deliberate and more um again i, I feel fun. like there are comparisons i i mean the first thing that comes to mind when i think of a a show or a story where you're not supposed to think of or you're not supposed to sympathize with the main character all the way through is breaking bad and mm. unlike breaking bad where there's one specific moment where you're like okay there were some compromises before then but this is the real point of no return where this character is totally taken over. There's a lot of smaller moments in Joker. Um, and in many ways, he's already kind of gone at the beginning, but the real descent yeah. into becoming the Joker versus uh, being Arthur at the beginning, I feel like at a certain point, when it when it start, when he start to see uh, him fully as the Joker, is that scene where his two clown buddies come in to say, uh, say hello to him, like, oh, I'm sorry, I heard about your mom. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm celebrating. Like, right. okay, mm-hmm. um, all right, then, and then he kills that guy. But before, like, as they step in, he had already bolted the door shut, and he yeah. did that knowing that 
the short guy, the the dwarf, was going to have to ask him for help to get out of the room, even though he told him, oh, no, it's okay, you're free to go. So there's like a weird power trip thing there Mm. where he knew where he was being nice, but he was also fully showing like, hey, I have full control over your life here. I'm letting you go because you were nice to me. Don't do anything stupid now. Like, that's a very, a very subtle, deliberate sociopath Mm. type thing. (laughs) Like, it's, uh, that does feel like something the Joker would do. Again, we don't see all of it because the movie isn't, hey, look at all this cool stuff the Joker's doing. It's it's about the transformation. But right. that's one of a few moments that are genuinely really cool um, that feel very Joker-ish. Okay. I feel like that's a kind of an interpretation of that. Like, I, it, he could have just bolted it because he didn't want the bigger guy to be able to escape, you know, if he didn't uh, yeah, immediately fair. kill him. Uh I think it really set up that uh, I was going to mention that scene was actually like for all of the brutality, it was kind of like darkly funny. Um, oh, yeah. That the <laughs> the short guy couldn't reach the latch. And then he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is kind uh, of. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get it for you. <laughs> it, <laughs> exactly. it, it, it was pretty good. And then and There's then so it, many things it in this movie also that like, like ramped this- up. It, it ramped up the like tension like oh man maybe he is going to actually kill him and it was just, this was like a fake out and then mm-hmm. and then you're like oh okay he kissed him on the head now he's gone okay all right it's fine <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry exactly. go ahead oh no i was just gonna say there's uh there's a lot of s- stuff like that in this movie where it's very dark but it has the structure of a joke like on paper mm. if you line it up hey like yeah there, there's the setup there's the punchline but it's not funny because people are dying <laughs> and there's no like the, I guess the, like he says, the com- comedy is subjective, but mm, there mm-hmm. are objective jokes being set up. And that, again, that thing at the very end where, oh, I just thought of a joke. You wouldn't get it. Like the irony of uh, Thomas Wayne, in a way, sort of creating the Joker and the Joker, in a way, sort of creates Batman. Like right. that whole setup. It is. It does sort of have like a sort of the flow of a joke, even though it's not inherently funny. Right. That'd be very interesting, like a, a very interesting uh, video essay. Like, oh, these are all structured the way that jokes would be. This is how. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not funny because uh, because there's too much suffering. There's too much whatever it is that doesn't make it. I, I don't know Humorous how to put all. that, but yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. it is that lets us enjoy dark humor, there's too much of it there for us to kind of let go and appreciate it. Unless you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless you're totally, completely gone and crazy like the Joker is. Oh boy, yeah, that's uh, it's not, it's not, not a great thought. Um, why? How did he know <laughs> that those two were coming to his apartment? That's what I was like. He put the scissors in his back pocket before he opened the door. Like, did they? I, it, they were just pounding on the door, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I, them I think he was saying just waiting. He was just gonna do that for anybody. I think he was just expecting either either the cops or someone who he'd have to fight off. I don't think it was specifically him, which makes that, I guess, creepier. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So he was going to kill whoever came through that door, probably. But then he like intentionally killed the big guy and not the little guy. It's just weird. It is, it's just yeah. a kind of a weird, weird uh, choice there. I don't know. Uh, the talking about uh, the structure of a joke and it being a little bit too dark for it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot in this movie that is a juxtaposition of. Yeah, like. This could be funny, but someone died or he, Mm. someone is dying, but we're like playing happy music or 
it's like sad music, but he's dancing. So mm-hmm. it's just constant like juxtaposition of, of something happy with something sad or awful. And it's, it's very effective. It made, it always made me feel something, <laughs> but I didn't always like what I was feeling. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I totally get that. That's, it is, um, yeah, no, they went to that a lot. And, uh, speaking of music choices, what did you think of the, the, I mean, the dancing scene, that last one on the stairs was all over the advertising. Mm-hmm. Were you expecting that song to be the one he came out to? What was the song? Everybody keeps talking about this, it was, but I was like, that song uh, didn't hit the me the Hey song. <laughs> yeah. The what song? It was the Hey song, or I guess it's called Rock and Roll Part 2, um, even though every every single person I've ever talked to called it the Hey song growing up, but I just thought like, oh, that's, huh, the thing from Is Happy Gilmore, song that's kind of... Oh, is it from Happy? Da, I was like, is da, that a song da, that I'm da 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 like that that one? Okay, yeah, it's it's it sound it's like one of those that sounds familiar, but I'm like I'm pretty sure I've never really paid attention to this song if it's if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I so it didn't really hit me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. It was just like oh, no, oh, it's okay. okay. Just... He's dancing, I guess. All right, cool. I hate him yeah, now, a... and I hate that he's happy. <laughs> I wish that I could be ha- happy for him. Just like he just killed somebody and then danced and then killed somebody else and now he's dancing again. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we get a a pretty humorous chase with the police and you just yeah yeah you, you, actually, you can play some I'm funny not music sure over if that. that. Was, what was that? You can play some funny music over that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be a perfect now. time to pull some Benny Hill music. That'd be really interesting if they had gone full in on the comedy for that entire point like he kept doing increasingly <laughs> terrible things and like the music right. kept getting wackier like he stabbed someone and like it has like oh, the man. uh like the tom and jerry sound effects right see there's only so much you can do with that and still show all the gore like with um i was talking to somebody about the church scene in um the kingsman i think it's the second one. Oh yeah he, that's oh that's like, way gorier like that's, but is but it it's though? Because it like it somebody gets stabbed, but then they like cut away. You're not like staring at the person bleeding from their eye or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like in this, you, you're just like you're seeing all the blood go over all over the uh, the wall, and the scissors are in his eye. And I'm like, I'm not looking anymore because this is disturbing. <laughs> Whereas the oh. The, the camera in, uh, Kingsman is like constantly like spinning and you're just going like, man, this is, I've never seen this kind of camera movement before and everything's happening all at once. And the, it's like an action scene and not just like, oh, I'm going to stab you over and over and over. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, it definitely, I mean, objectively, if you're looking at this from the MPAA's perspective, like there's, there's less blood and there's less, I guess there's less being shown with, the Joker one, but there's a lot Ugh. more being implied. Like the context of, like it's it's close, it's intimate, it's more disturbing. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the I guess the church scene is less disturbing. Which one is more disturbing for you? Oh, for uh, <laughs> I don't know the the church one is definitely gorier, okay. but it's it's played for it's played like action. Look how awesome everyone is. Look how uh, again this look at the sweet camera movement. Look at the all yeah. the. How how well we choreographed this versus Joker? Right. It's and like okay, this is horrifying. <laughs> He's killing a person, right? Like technically, they're both like innocent people dying, but like they're if you didn't just the way that it looks, if you didn't know that these are people being well, okay, sorry, 
uh, spoilers for Kingsman, whichever one I'm talking about right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, the first one. If you didn't, the first one, yeah. So if you, if you didn't know these people were being like mind controlled, then it would just look like he's being attacked for no reason by a church full of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah it, exactly. Whereas this one is like, definitely this guy is not trying to kill uh, Arthur and he is getting stabbed in the face. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Did, did you have any more thoughts on that? Cause I want to stop thinking about that scene now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think the it's, violence kind of, um, again, it's, there's not a lot of it. I think it's very effectively used. It's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, someone, they, someone, someone pointed out, uh, on Twitter that the Joker killed fewer people in his solo origin movie than Batman did in Batman v Superman. So that's, that's kind of oh, funny. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> he, killed, he killed fewer people than he did in that, than Batman did in that one car chase scene. Yeah. Legit. There was one it's, explosion it, from Batman in that scene that was caused by Batman that probably took out more people than Joker did in this whole movie. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Just uh, a couple ridiculous. of punches. Like, that guy that got punched and then, like, his he got flipped over and his head is, like, in the floor. Oh, yeah. That guy That guy died. I mean... <laughs> yeah, no. That's a PG-13 thing, too. As, as long as there's no blood, you can show whatever horrifying stuff you want. As long as... Right. As right, long as nothing don't on the inside comes out, you can be like, oh, that guy got his head crushed. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty it. sure people don't bend that way, but there's no blood, so the, so <laughs> the MPA says that's fine. Hey, look, and then other people, like, fall on top of a car and they're totally fine. So we don't we don't even know what the rules are for PG-13 movies yeah, half the yeah, time. Exactly. So maybe he did survive, but he definitely didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> He's, um, oh my gosh, it reminds me of that... Um, Oh, what's there is a there's a Pete Holmes like college humor Batman thing where it was talking about how Batman totally doesn't get that people die when you throw sharp things at their head. And he like hits someone oh, with a battering. He's like, "Shh, they're sleeping." <laughs> Look at that old guy; he's all tuckered out. Oh man, he just doesn't know. Unbelievable. Um, okay, there's a there's a couple of unintentional unintentionally funny stuff in this movie that I don't know. Did you catch any? I'm gonna mention one. I'm gonna see if you if you had any other ones. Um, mm-hmm. in the trailer they have Arthur like walking away from like I guess the the green room in the the clown whatever wherever mm-hmm. they work and yeah he's buttoning his shirt and he's laughing and then he just suddenly stops laughing and yeah my the whole theater my theater like started laughing I was like that's that was I don't know it was it was a well timed something that happened <laughs> everybody thought it was funny i thought it was funny it's like oh wow i can't explain why that was funny but it was funny did you have any but i feel like they didn't mean for that to be funny it was it just it just happened did, yeah did no i think any... i think that's i feel like most of the unintentionally funny bits are from uh i guess just how long some of the dance scenes went on for and then i had a hard time holding it together when the hey song came up for that final dance scene um <laughs> but right. I don't know. I, I accepted pretty quickly the the whole um, like the fact that he can't control when he laughs. Um, mm-hmm. That just seems like like that. And again, apparently that is a totally real condition. That is right. That adds yeah. an interesting take to the character. Um, yeah, I did like that. It's it's that's, just like a variant good. on. Actually, I don't want to. I was gonna say it seems like it's similar to Tourette's, but I don't want to. I I have no idea. I'm uh, not yeah. A doctor, so I yeah, me I, neither. It, it is. Um, no, but I I've known people who have neurological things like that and 
it it, it, it this portrayed it pretty well. It's okay. It gets yeah, kind of annoying to deal with after that, a while. Yeah, I have heard that it was portrayed pretty well, which does add an interesting aspect. I I feel like the other I I don't it it's probably intentionally funny, but I don't know why they put a joke in that scene. Um when he's being questioned again by the investigators and then runs into the, the like automatic door or whatever, because it's oh, an exit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's that's like, that is okay. a weird spot for a joke, but I mean, yeah, it, it undermines, he's like, he, they ask him if, uh, his condition is real or it's just part of his act. And he's like, what do you think? And it's like this cool moment for him, like him <laughs> being assertive and then smack, you're still yeah. an idiot. <laughs> Too bad. Again, that is, that is part of um, again part of the thing where so many of the events in this in this film are set up as jokes, and only some of them are funny. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, uh, again, that these are cool <laughs> things to talk about in retrospect. They they don't always click in when you're watching the movie. So that is yeah. That's kind of why some of this like I I think it's okay. I don't think it's a mind bending masterpiece that's going to change the genre or everything that. I've heard people talking about. I think it's a cool movie that's interesting to talk about, and a lot of this stuff just didn't work in execution. Right. Um, what did you think of the of um, Batman's parents getting killed for the fortieth time? I actually watched a video where they're like, "Here's all of them together," and then <laughs> and then on the the text uh, on the bottom of the screen is like, "Okay, look, I know this is going on for too long, but I spent way too much time." uh finding all of this footage so i'm not gonna not put this in <laughs> so we're all gonna suffer together yeah no, it's like, it's, oh, it's one of those dear. things it's like uncle ben dying it's just you gotta have it in a batman thing but i get why they did it um and i'm glad that it why? wasn't the joker himself that did it why did they do it because you have to it's just part of they, if you make it's part of the contract if you make a batman thing it has to be in there basically yeah i mean that that is kind of like <laughs> That's his whole reason for existing. His parents died, and he has to get revenge against the concept of crime. Like, he has to go out and avenge his parents and oh clean up gosh. Gotham and all that. So, it's, uh, it is, it, again, it's just like the with great power comes great responsibility thing. It's it's annoying, but if you ignore it, then it doesn't... So, why, why does it exist in a Joker movie, I guess is what I should say. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know it's if different. you needed to do it. Since they did tie it in with Thomas Wayne, it does kind of put a nice little bow on that whole thing where his mom kind of went crazy over him, and even if it isn't oh, his man. fault, he's tied into Ugh. his origin. Mm-hmm. There's like a weird poetic. It's 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 like it's like poetry. It rhymes. There's like a l- weird little <laughs> thing where it all comes together. Right. It's okay, it's part of the big this. joke. It's the punchline. Oh man. Uh, yeah, he, that quick... Thomas Wayne wanted nothing to do with the Joker, and the Joker ends up getting him killed. So, right, that's that's the sure. whole gag. Real, real ironic. So, um, so what did you think did... of uh, that thing? Where, well, okay, so when they suggested that maybe Arthur was I Thomas Wayne's, like, son, okay, yeah, I'm very I glad that it. didn't happen. He's, I was I'm worried so they were going to go with it because there's been a thing in the past couple years where. People have really leaned into the idea that, okay, Thomas Wayne was rich at a time where sometimes rich people did, well, most of the time, rich people did some questionable things, so... All the time, rich people do rich uh, do questionable things. It's not even... It's yeah. All, every, it's all the time. 
Yeah, it's not, yeah. I guess that's not even a time. Yeah, people do it all the time. So ri- mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne is rich, therefore he's going to try to get away from, with some stuff. There was, um, I think it was that. So Telltale, the people who made the Walking Dead choose your own adventure games, they did one right. for Batman. I think they did a good job mm. of stories on those. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard good things. There was season one where they had this big reveal that Thomas Wayne was a gangster. He was a mobster who. Like, he ran Gotham. He was bigger than Falcone. He was bigger than any of them. And so it totally undercuts Batman. Like, he's fighting to honor his parents' legacy, and Thomas Wayne is the opposite of that. He put crazy people in the worst possible place. He ruined people's lives. And so now Bruce has to not only be better than that, he has to kind of undo what his dad did when he thought he was honoring him this whole time. And so... Should have seen my face when you said that. I was. Uh, what was I, that? Was, Should have seen my face when I said that. I almost did a spit take. Yeah, no, it's it what? was a bold, uh, bold direction to go with that. Yeah, I d- I don't know if I want that to be canon. I don't think that should be how everyone takes no. Thomas Wayne, but that is an interesting take on that. Did I they... don't think Thomas Wayne should always be squeaky clean sure. as a figure because that does sure. that for that particular story that made for a more interesting Batman. But the mm-hmm. Joker literally being the, I guess, the stepbrother of, of Bruce Wayne feels pretty contrived. Right. So they didn't, so I'm glad that wasn't part of the Telltale game. It's just like, it, sound, it no, seems yeah. like a logical, like, uh, that, that, that would logically come out of that. That would be the I next step say, that somebody would take creatively. Yeah. And I will say, speaking of the Telltale game, they did a really interesting thing with Joker in that bit. So you run into this guy. I've never played this. I'm just I'm recounting let's play footage that I've seen. Right. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm a fake gamer girl. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> there's That's the best way to do it. See, you about. run into you run into this guy at uh, the Arkham Asylum. You end up in there through a whole bunch of contrived plot stuff, and mm. uh, you meet this guy, bleached skin, green hair, named John Doe, and you're like everyone except for the main character knows this is Joker. Right. Everyone and and the game totally plays off of that. Like you. They drop hints that like, oh yeah, I don't really know my past. I kind of have amnesia. I don't remember what who I was before. And like, yeah, no, this is the Joker with memory loss. Um, wow. And the entire second season of the game, you can either totally push him aside, or you can be a good, uh, not parental, but a good like friend figure to him and right. put him on the good path. And for as long as you possibly can go, try and keep him on the straight and narrow, but his psychotic tendencies and all of his issues will still come up. And it's really interesting mm. having him and Bruce Wayne be friends that whole time. And he just can't save him because he's too far gone. He's too at odds with, um, with the way things, uh, with like our with idea like the of good justice, parts our of idea. Himself. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, that is one of the most interesting takes on Joker, and I'm, I don't think this movie, I don't know, it would have been interesting if we got something like that. Like, if it was just... If they made a more interesting movie? Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, I just think that's a cool, unique take on that. So you, to juxtapose Batman and the Joker. So I right. guess what I'm saying is when you have the Joker just by himself, you kind of lose an aspect of that. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. interesting when the Joker creates Batman. It's even more interesting when Batman also kind of creates Joker and they kind of create each other and they bounce off of each other. Yeah. So yeah, as as good as thing is cool. 
as good as Joaquin Phoenix was in this movie, and as, uh, I don't know, as as many things that did actually land and did actually work, the, the Joker's just a character that is so tied into Batman that, I don't know, you're, you're just kind of losing something when you don't have those two to bounce off each other. Right, absolutely. Uh, I will say, in counter to that, that this is probably the best, like, hey, here's a supervillain, and it's a this is a movie about the supervillain. Oh yeah, movie. like this is the best one. Yeah, no, that's and, that's definitely. And the other I, ones I that are coming that. are like are uh, seem a lot worse. If <laughs> you know the trailers are to be believed. Wait, what was the other so, one? I don't know. The we already had Suicide Squads and that, Suicide Squad, and that was. And then um, yeah, no. Birds of Prey is like ah, eh, that could be. Eh, oh could, gosh, maybe. yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I people. I've people who whose, whose opinions I respect have said like, "Oh, this looks really unique and really stylish." I'm like, "Yeah, that's okay, cool." But also, look at all this cringy stuff that they're saying in the trailers. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, the fact um, the fact that it's called the Birds of what was it Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey uh, yeah. and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn or whatever the subtitle is. Yeah, that's like, pretty uh, much it. Yeah, this feels I, like Hot Topic: The Movie Part Two. Oh man. Yeah, I yeah. it might it might be a movie though, whereas the other one wasn't. So that's it's got that going for it. I put it the point is it's better than all of the other like this is about the bad guy movies. And oh, I yeah. feel like yeah. that's because they kind of did copy off of Well, Gabe, okay, that's know, that's a real raving review you gave right there. It's better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, super <laughs> Just raving. Put that put that on the poster. <laughs> But dude, it's hard to do. Like, you don't have Batman. Yeah. It's just the Joker. It's a bad guy that you have to kind of root for, but also not root for. But you, even when you're not rooting for him, you're still like invested in the story and like his journey. And I feel like they pulled all that stuff off. I feel like they pulled that off by, uh, copying like movies about bad people that have come before, but they still did it. Like, if, if if something works and you need to do that thing and somebody else has done that before you, just do that. Like, I don't, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's, your job is to make money and make something that is, like, good. And if no one can figure out, no one can reinvent this wheel, then just use the wheel that was already there. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Duh. But, <laughs> and that's what they did. So I can't really fault them for being taxi driver and, you know, the, a king of comedy meets the killing joke. I, I I can't I can't fault them for that. So yeah, no, it, uh, it did it did kind of make sense to go in this direction. And I I will say it is really cool that I think in general Batman has that quality, sort of like Spider Man and like the X Men, where if DC for whatever reason just lost the rights to Batman and some other studio got control of it, you could make an entire universe of Batman stuff. You could you could totally do oh, a movie like this. For every one of his villains, you could make five or six Batman movies. Like, there's, it's weird. So much. When you look over the years, like, how people are able to completely reinvent this character and the people he goes up against and how these villains can exist in their own worlds, but also are even better when they build off each other. I know I, <laughs> I know I just, uh, like that whole Telltale thing, I was like, oh, this is so much better, uh, so much more of an interesting story than the Joker, but really, like it's it's hard to compare because it's so different from yeah. 
this version of Joker versus Heath Ledger's Joker, which that whole fan-made backstory of like, oh, when you look at his military tactics and uh, the reoccurring themes and his made-up stories, like I, people think that he is a soldier that came back from the war and his PTSD like woke him up to like what people are allowed to die and what people can never die in society and people need to see how messed up that is and that's his mission like that's sure like that's not an explicit part of the dark knight but just that that interpretation is there and works yeah um for a backstory is is just fascinating i think it's crazy how we've gotten at this point three distinct interpretations of the joker you've got jack nicholson's mobster you've got uh heath ledger's oh, mobster. yeah uh-huh. mobster yeah you got and then you've got heath ledger you've got uh this new one you've got mark hamill which again that's that still weirds me out that luke skywalker is like the best joker <laughs> but yes. you've got him all these just vastly different takes on the joker that all work for very different reasons right yeah i like that a lot uh speaking of Heath Ledger, there were two little things that I feel like no one else has really... I even watched uh, Mr. Sunday's, like, uh, Easter egg video, and I don't feel like he really referenced either of these. Um, <clears throat> the the part where Joker, at that mm-hmm. point, uh, like, grabs the camera after he's murdered the, the host of the show, and oh, yeah. is, like, talking into it. I was like, ah, oh, that looks just like the... Heath Ledger talking into the camera and being like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the hostage but, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And or like it replays over and over on Batman's like 500 screens for no reason. So <laughs> I just, uh, I was like, oh, that looks like that. And then the other one was, uh, I think there, there was one part that, um, reminded me of like raindrops are falling on my head from, uh, Spider Man 2. Oh, yeah. Was that the, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the scene, but yeah, it does totally give off that same vibe. It's 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 that scene. I think it isn't it after he bombed, like after the um the comedy thing sl- didn't go well. I think it's a slow walking scene with his full getup that he wears on the on the talk show. I think. Oh, really? Huh. I think because that I've, I've I know that that part is in the trailer. Like, there's just mm-hmm. there's a clip of like him slow walking in that getup. So maybe it's like right before the stairs thing, but I'm not sure. You might, you might be right. I don't know, but I, I just, I know that I put down in my notes. That's like the raindrops falling in my head scene, but I didn't put any more information for myself. But I, if you guys have seen the movie, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, and I forgot the other Heath Ledger reference. Um, he, at some point he says he had a bad day and I just went, Oh, one bad day. Oh, look at that. Uh, that's probably, it's not a super, like, um, special thing to say, a specific thing to say. So maybe they weren't referencing it, but just it coming out of the Joker's mouth. I'm like, I can't, I I can't unsee this, you know? Yeah, no, that is such a Joker line. Like I, he blames everything about him on one bad day. So it seems kind of impossible to approach the character and not know that line. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. But no one referenced either of those things. Like even uh Mr. Sunday uh like mentioned that scene where he grabs the camera but didn't mention Heath Ledger. I was like, ah, this is cool. I got I got I got something. So here you there you go. Huh. <laughs> yeah, you can start start your own Easter egg videos. 
Yay! More Easter egg videos. <laughs> One of the most <laughs> uh, like clickbaity and oversaturated markets on YouTube. Yay! <laughs> Uh, uh, there's, you there's one the, thing there's not enough it's easter egg videos and all right and then just like yeah. a, a an arrow and a circle to nothing and just in the corner of <laughs> the oh picture. what's this up in the corner oh what's this it's literally nothing like look at it there's nothing there <laughs> um, oh my gosh okay uh one more thing before we get into the theories um the the mom murder to me was the most disturbing I, the, have you ever seen um blacklist you ever seen any of that show uh, uh oh no i haven't okay um it's like only two episodes in he like smothers an old man with a pillow in the same way that joker kills his mom and that's the that was the yeah. point where and this is a whole by the way that's a whole like show that's basically about i mean it's it's basically about a bad guy like there's a main mm. character like point of view character that's like a good person but it's about the bad guy and it's it's like a prestige show so i feel like that's kind of a yeah good job on you guys but uh i checked out at that point i could not mm. continue to watch this movie where i'm or the the show where i'm basically like trying to root for this guy who killed like his best friend who's an old man like helpless in a hospital bed by smothering him and then the joker did the same thing i'm like oh my gosh i wanted to walk out of this movie and now i really hate this guy Ugh. so <laughs> yeah no, yeah. that was, was it, it's an uncomfortable thing to watch um it's, <sighs> it's so uncomfortable i, I I'm squirming it's so very, much this is a very weird thing to admit but um i at, at a certain point like it's awful it's terrible but also like she abused her kid for her for basically his entire life and it's not even her kid she adopted him and brought right. him into this situation See, I so was it's like she's just crazy so and yeah the, there's that the, the the abuse actually came from the um boyfriend as far as the notes go like in in the file like she just stood mm -hmm. by and watched which could mean that she was just completely not there do you know what i mean like she wasn't yeah it could that's yeah. what it sounded like she wasn't participating it was just like she just wasn't registering that this is like her kid that she's supposed to be protecting that's being tortured or whatever. And it's just, you, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like it wasn't. Yeah, no, I, her fault I totally, yeah, whatever. that, that could just be that again, it's, it's still abuse, but it's a more, it's, it's, I don't know. You, you it's do have negligence. It, it, it's more, and it's, yeah, it's negligence. It's, it's more tragic. It's more, and it is more consistent with what we saw throughout the movie. She's just not totally all the way there. No, she's not. She's not even. She's not there. <laughs> yeah, no. She's, she's in her own kinda, world. Yeah, she's. Yeah. So I didn't feel like she deserved it. This and I, this and is I a can sad understand. Movie. It's so sad. It's so incredibly sad. It's, I can understand I, and, and, why you'd be like, oh yeah, she deserved it, or you know, I'm not sure if that's what you're saying, but like, if if you did say that, I'd be, I'd understand. But to me, it was like she wasn't there. It's not her fault. Yeah. No. It's I. I don't like to admit that, but that thought did come across my mind. Like, yeah, but also, yeah, her kid got tied to a radiator, and she's so I, I get where Arthur's coming from, but also I totally get where you're coming from. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't know any better, right? But so also, don't murder people. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, obviously, don't murder people. Uh, that's that's, that's so big... like disturbing about this movie. You're just like, oh, I get number it. Number one takeaway from the movie: uh, don't murder people. 
Uh, number yeah. two takeaway: be nice to people who aren't all the way there. <laughs> yes. Uh, number please. three takeaway: uh, maybe funds uh, their public therapy things. <laughs> like, sure. I don't know if, if we're going if we're going with the libertarian stance here. Do it so that the government doesn't have to take our money and do it. But like, right? I don't know. Yeah. Funds public uh, health care or not, public mental health. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, uh, help, I, it is, it is interesting nice how so much of the rhetoric around this movie was like, oh, what, what, this is the alt right rallying movie. And like, well, no, this oh. movie is saying, saying Obamacare is going to stop people from killing us. Like, that's the main, <laughs> like, it seems like the director's saying, like, hey, don't cut funding to this stuff. And somehow, like the big takeaway was all the clown murder, which I don't know. Yeah, wow. Mm. Oh, can I just I say know. this is a this is a complete nitpick. It doesn't really matter, mm. but uh, those guy those clowns in the ambulance that hit the the like cruiser to mm-hmm. free Arthur. Oh yeah, yeah. Did did they literally hit the car on his side? I mean, there's no way that they would have known, but that just makes it <sighs> yeah. worse. Like you that you're freeing this guy and you're probably gonna kill him. <laughs> like there's no reason that that guy shouldn't have died where the police policeman I'm pretty sure did die. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is yeah. Like I'm sure worst rescue ever. <laughs> so yeah, terrible. Yeah, that is. <sighs> anyway, I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of dumb. there's some kind of like whiplash in the fronts. I don't know. I can't even. I, right. I don't know. Why did he survive? No one knows. Uh, plot armor. There you go. Also, why didn't the movie end at that point? Because, like, there's... Here's the thing. So, the ending where he climbs out on top of the car and he... The blood is his new smile. It's all beautiful symbolism and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's... as And he, it's, it's totally dark, but he's accepted who he is and all the people around him have accepted him. That's a good place to end the movie. Uh, right after he says, Oh, I thought of a new joke. You wouldn't get it. That's a good place to end the movie. Having him just mm. dance off and imply that he killed someone... Which he's already killed a bunch of people, so why is it make it that more that much more shocking? And then he runs away, and then we have the big comedy logo <laughs> yeah. at the end. It it feels like it has less of an impact at that point. If you ended on either of those other two points, like oh, that's a big final note to take away, but because they ended it so slowly, it doesn't have as much of an impact at the end. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I don't. I don't know if any of those endings would have made me feel better than the oh, other yeah, ones. No. <laughs> like if it had been him like standing on the on the cruiser with the his new smile, it would have been like a kind of a triumph for him, even though he's gone to jail still. It's, it's a giant yeah. riot. But it's it still like ends on a on a high note for this awful person. So mm-hmm. it's a high note, but also he's awful. And then, uh, the, you wouldn't get it. It's like, it's, it's darker. So mm-hmm. maybe I, but it's also kind of like really cool. <laughs> it's like a cool line. So. Oh yeah. He's cool, it but does also draw, he's awful. It, it calls attention to the fact to the whole, it, it justifies the, um, the, the Wayne's dying, like, because he totally gets the joke and he's like, oh yeah, this is, this is funny mm. and ironic to me, but you wouldn't get it. It sure. just I had no idea. Decision. I was I was right with the therapist. I had no idea what the heck he was laughing about. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, 
Yeah, but it, it kind of reminds me of um, actual again, ending. I like don't know. that. Yeah, well, it's like that feeling that, uh, that I got at the end of um, both at what was it the the last Harry Potter movie part one, and then at the end of Infinity War. That feeling when you watch the last frame and you're like, "Oh, this better not be the ending. This is gonna be a huge bummer if this is the ending right here." Mm-hmm. And then it credits. It's like I, I wow. got that feeling when he's. When he's putting the when he's smearing the blood on his face, I'm like, oh, this feels like an ending coming up. You better not. Um, okay. And then they didn't. And then it, I I got that feeling twice, but objectively, like outside of how I would have been feeling in the theaters at the time, that would have been a better ending. It would have okay. bummed me out. It would have left. It, it would have made me feel even dirtier than I did walking out of the movie. But it would but it's have effective. Yeah, it would have put that exclamation mark on the end of the movie instead of like a, an ellipses. Right, right. And I, yeah. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. But also it let me down easy. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he killed that nurse, huh? Coming out I of it, I was like, so. Did he? like what? didn't didn't he have like bloody footprints or something? Yeah. Like it's it's implied I don't know if that was literal or metaphorical. So that's the other thing. Like so much of this movie we didn't even get into this, like so much of it is like subjective from subjectively from the joker's point of view like things go a certain way and like they set up from the very beginning he has vivid fantasies right uh what do they call that some like a something narrator like that you can't trust the narrator there's a word for it unreliable narrator unreliable unreliable Mm -hmm. yeah yep yep exactly uh did you want to get into that because i'm just like i like whatever Uh... whatever whatever you want to be real and whatever you don't want to be real in this movie, <laughs> that's what's real and that's what's not real. Whatever. <laughs> I've, it's it's weird to think because I've been through this so much because for a very long time, my favorite movie was uh, The Grey. It was this Liam Neeson movie that was directed by uh, Joe Carnahan right. back in we'll 2012. Fight. Yeah, yeah, we'll fight the movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I wish it wasn't advertised that way because it's such a cool philosophical movie. Um but right. there are some bits where you're like, oh, yeah, that's that could have been a metaphor for something. And it, But once you pull the thread of, OK, maybe he died here. Maybe they all died in the cr- in the plane crash. Or, uh, maybe, yeah. mm-hmm. or maybe it's a life of pie situation where all the people who survived with them were just metaphors for things he had to let go. Oh and like gosh. the director himself was like, life of pie. Oh, that's cool. He actually that's cool. was he was actually with animals the whole time. And I, I accept no substitute. Yeah, that's that is kind will, of the point of that movie, isn't it? That that he just made that up so that people would be able to digest it better. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I just I just always yeah, have no. a very visceral reaction to that. I, was, I don't. It, it there were animals, and don't you tell me different. Yeah, that's okay. that's totally something. That's a card you can pull on almost any movie without the movie inviting it. Like either the. Life of Pi right. thing mm-hmm. or the Jacob's Ladder thing where they were all dead the whole time and this is their brain processing this before they go to heaven oh, or hell yeah. or whatever. Uh, great, great. Yeah. Like, oh, they he died in the, the car time. crash and yeah. Yeah. I, I, I watched Chris Stockman talk about that for like five minutes. It's like, I, yeah, I agree, Chris Stockman. I don't care. Anybody, yeah. Yeah. Anytime, anytime anybody gets in a car crash, crash, you can say you, the, the rest of the movie was all in their head, but. And the reason why I don't think that, like, the it was all in his head thing works is because, like, any time they have, um, like, again, with the girlfriend thing, I I immediately got, like, oh, yeah, no, that's not real. That's his fantasy 
because right. he was clearly bombing, and then he, they've only talked once. There's no way he's going to come home and make out with her. And right. like, so I just immediately got like, oh, that's not a. We've established in this world that Arthur has vivid fantasies, and mm-hmm. so when it did that whole sixth sense reveal, like, oh no, the girlfriend was fake the whole time. I'm like, is that a twist? Were we supposed to not know that? <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of suspended my disbelief for that. So it's one of those things where I, when watching a movie, I try not to give away the plot to myself. Like I, mm. I don't, I don't know how you are with this, but I can actually turn off that part of my brain. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I know some people me. don't can't. Susan can't. Susan will, has actually gone. Oh, that's the bad guy. And then I was like, oh, I yeah. wasn't <laughs> thinking about it. Shush. <laughs> not trying to solve the movie while the movie's going on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised, but I'm also like, oh, that makes so much more sense. It was more like, it makes more, so much more sense than, uh, oh my gosh, what a crazy reveal. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, my life yeah, makes yeah, sense I've, I've again. Heard, I heard someone else explain that um, it's not just a reveal to the audience. It's, it's a reveal to Arthur in a way. Like, he's uh, yeah, realizing, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, I just had a really vivid relationship with someone who doesn't know me. I'm pretty right. far gone. So yeah. from that perspective, that totally makes sense. And I get that. Um, it's just it yeah, really like feels like the movie's patting itself on the back <laughs> from right. a certain point of view. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, wow. There's a whole six sense subplot in this movie like, oh, we're yeah, just stick yeah exactly. six cents in here yeah I, I i like it when movies just assume you're smart and then if you don't get it you can watch it again um, right but but again sometimes they assume too much and then the audience doesn't get it and then like mm-hmm. that, i it's don't a know very fine line i feel like there's some but stuff that's, in that's... here that they assume that i'm supposed to get and i'm just like what <laughs> not that oh, i can yeah. tell you <laughs> off the top of my head but some of the stuff that you've been bringing up and that like other like reviewers have brought up i'm like oh yeah, okay. I guess so. Sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't add, <laughs> didn't like subtract from my viewing. I feel like that I missed that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. And again, that, um, what's it, the thing where Arthur, uh, well, I guess he, he's the Joker at that point where he locks the door and right. it's yeah, a, that. and mm-hmm. someone, someone else implied that it's to give him absolute power in the scene for when the little guy has to go get the door. Yeah. Like, I didn't think of that until someone else pointed out. I'm like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. So. Yeah. That's it's totally fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wait, yep. well, my my original point was just I don't think you're supposed to view this movie. I don't think it's intended to be viewed as big chunks of this are subjective. And he actually, I don't know, uh, died in a car crash or got caught by the cops way before any of this happens. Yeah, I, like because the movie would have outright just shown that because they gave away the girlfriend reveal exactly and. They went out of their way to show, okay, this is a... Well, with the first one, they didn't do it. But, again, obviously, he wasn't on the show before. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they, they definitely would have shown something like that. That was a like, pretty there's overt, no reason to like, this is obviously not happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. from the moment, he's like, oh, I take care of my mom. I'm good to my... I'm the man of the house, and everyone awes. Like, yeah, that's not how a New York City crowd would react to that. Right. Yeah, no. No, yeah. none of that... None of that was realistic. It was unrealistic enough that you totally got it, that it wasn't real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to do that with that one. And then they very obviously uh, flashback, used flashbacks to like go, hey, this is, this was not real the whole time. Uh, the next time it happened. So yeah, I agree. If it was, if there were other parts that weren't real, the movie would have told you. And it, like, uh, that whole, 
Joker line of, yeah, my, I like my backstory or whatever to be multiple choice. It doesn't apply to this movie. If you want it yeah, to be multiple so. choice, though, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> that makes yeah. it more fun for you guys. Whatever. But. Yeah. No. It's- no. no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's totally fine. So, uh, and that's what basically what you're saying as well, right? Like, it's not. It would have told you. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's what the movie intended. But again, death of the author and all that, you can totally imply whatever you want onto the movie. Exactly. You're the English If you teacher, think it's a metaphor for the War of 1812 or for European industrialism, you go right ahead and do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, have, you heard, have you heard any other theories that are worth mentioning? Or you got, uh, you got anything else? That you're just dying to say um, I, don't, I don't think I've heard a ton of like fan theories. I think I... As far as I've, I've mostly talked to people. I just thought it was straightforward, not trying to yeah, be, the- do too many metaphors. But um, I, again, I do think it's. I'm very glad this movie exists. I'm very glad that I think Logan did more with the concept of taking a character out of their context and showing what they would look like in a different genre and saying more about what kind of, yeah. I guess, what this character represents. I think. I, I'm very glad that we're get that we have. I don't know. I'd, I'd love to get more movies like this. I'm very glad that this movie uh, took it in. How do I how do I phrase this? I'm very glad that it made itself about mental health in a way that it it did take itself very seriously on that front. That yeah, and actually like treated even, it even though well. he's he's suffering from stuff that's way different from. I guess the average person's depression or anxiety or anything, just the, the sentiment of I'm taking this medication. It's not working. Why aren't I getting better? Why aren't people listening to me? Just that sort of, uh, I guess thing. And also there are people out there who have neurological conditions that make them hard to talk to and hard to get along with that need to be heard. They need to be represented. Even if it's something like this, like, I think that's better. Yeah, and it I, makes I it know. a if, if cautionary this... tale about like, hey, this exactly. is this people that are left alone, and like, if this happened to a person, they might start killing people. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're constantly yeah. put down like this, and then somebody gives them a gun, and then they act in self defense, and then they go, oh, this solved the problem. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> they could spiral. So yeah, I don't know. I can't yeah, think it's of a what cautionary type of... tale. That theme of, like, the neglected or the downtrodden, like, being the cause of someone's destruction. That feels, I don't know if it's Shakespearean or it's it's a very old kind of story. Seems like, that, seems like it could be. Especially since he's like, oh, I thought it was a drama or whatever, and now it's a comedy or whatever yeah, you said. Yeah, I want to say that. Tragedy. I want to say Hamlet. I don't think that's accurate. I think it's a very vague interpretation of Hamlet, but. Um, sure. Yeah, just. <laughs> Again, this is a story that has been told before, but needs to be told. Um, and I'm glad that it's getting talked about, it's getting seen, and right. I don't know. That if, it, if nothing else, that aspect of it is important. Yeah, it serves a purpose as a cautionary tale, and mm-hmm. that's that's good. Um, yeah. and I, I feel also, like we got it, some phenomenal memes out of this, so keep that <laughs> great. up. <laughs> great. Yeah, those <laughs> came before the movie, though, so I feel like ah, we could have just had the trailer and we still would have had memes. Um, oh, that's great. But I was going to briefly mention just the, the feeling that I had after watching this was similar, uh, but was similar, but more ramped up to, uh, Foxcatcher. The, what I felt like after that, I was just like, oh man, just very bleak. Mm. Um, and 
there will be blood in it because it's a similar like uh, cautionary tale of this guy just becoming evil and uh, yeah. kind of winning at the end. Joker wins a little bit less than P- Daniel Plainview does, but uh, yeah. Those are two references that I wanted to make. And I was like, I don't, now I don't know if I want to watch any more movies about bad people. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) After what this movie is, baby. Definitely not with this much of, this much, uh, like sadness and like brutality. And it's about a bad guy. Um, Mm -hmm. not all three at once. Like maybe, maybe one or two. Like, cause I didn't hate, I didn't regret watching There Will Be Blood. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to watch that again, but I didn't regret it. Um, Mm-hmm. I think I regretted watching Foxcatcher because it didn't really add much to anything. And I don't, yeah. I kind of, I immediately regretted watching this movie. Now talking about it, I don't regret it as much. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, that I've totally had that experience before where it's like, oh, this movie's terrible. And then you think about it for a bit and you're like, ah, actually, I don't know. It, it got sort of the reaction that it was trying to get out. And right. Even if it didn't succeed all the way, there are, it definitely deserves to exist. It got the reaction out of me that it wanted, which was apparently <laughs> regretting watching it, which is like kind of a weird play. But yeah, hey, yeah, hey, you did it. You you did what you wanted to do. I, right, I don't know. I'm I don't know. I'm the, I'm the weirdo who's into this type of stuff. I liked Infinity War more than Endgame, so I, I don't know. I just like I guess I just like being sad. <laughs> As uh, the more the people talk about that, I start <laughs> to agree. Just, sorry, side note. Infinity War Wait, technically is better as a movie oh, yeah. than Endgame. Yeah, I, I don't think Endgame is a bad movie. I, I just, I'm starting to trust the first time I watched it more. Like, I, I thought, like, oh, I just had too high of expectations. But, like, eh, there's some good stuff in there. It just, it really is missing what Thanos I brought watch, to Infinity War. Yeah, I want to watch Infinity War the whole way through. I only want to watch the last part of Endgame. Exactly, yeah. Because again, you build up you built up a character who you hate so much, and when you don't have that presence, just driving the plot forward of yeah, but let's go get out there and kill this guy. Yeah. But you already killed him in the first ten minutes, and then there's right. time travel yeah. shenanigans and the last that. yeah whatever yeah yep okay it's just crisper and cleaner to like here's this guy he's terrible let's go get him but also he kind of makes sense. But mm-hmm. let's get him. And also, he's kind of the main character, <clears throat> and he wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a cool. I'm, I'm a on cool your movie. side at this point. You totally made the right. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it's a cool movie. All right, man. Uh, How did we end I up think... talking about Infinity War again? <laughs> That's just what happens. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we couldn't live with our failure, and where did that lead us back to? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Back to Infinity War and yep. Endgame. All right. I'm gonna, we gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, do we get any uh, tweets or is it just uh, just oh, us right now? Man, I don't know. Let's see. Do we get tweets? I almost hope that we <laughs> excuse me <laughs> that we didn't get any tweets because I hope that I know a lot of people watch this, but I just don't want any of my other any other of my friends to watch this movie. It's just not. Oh it's yeah, not yeah. A, it's all the it's not a fun the, blind, time. the cow community, all the cow community people. Uh, listen to this thing. Don't don't. Uh, I don't know. It's rated R. Don't do it. It's very <laughs> R-rated, so. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be this R-rated. Uh, which I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking. I <laughs> I was like, ah, if, if I have time after work, I'll go watch this movie. And if not, I won't. And I gave no further thought to it. It was a bad idea to not give more thought to it. I should have had more more sleep, more food. Just 
was not prepared. Uh, it's actually right, good. I know. I know we trashed on it for a while, but it's actually all right. There's some stuff that works, some stuff that doesn't work, and yeah, right. And he literally says society. He literally says that's what happens when it, when a society of people ignore people like me or whatever the line is. Oh, that's true. Does he say society? Uh, he does say society in the movie. Oh dear. The prophecy uh, I can is hear complete. The memes coming. Uh, <laughs> the memes are on parade. Oh boy. Okay. Can, are, are we get are we getting out of here now? <laughs> I think we're Please. good. I think we've gamer time is over. We have successfully covered this movie. We've successfully covered everything about this movie. Uh, thank you so much, yeah. Troy, for being on the show. Thank you for being Thanks a patron. For Absolutely. Patreon.com slash Game of the Box. And also, thank you for uh, putting up with my stupid schedule. Um, we tried to do this like three different times for you guys uh, listening. <laughs> and stuff That's kept totally fine. coming up. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Um, if you if you enjoyed this uh, podcast, please uh, tell your friends. Share the show. Retweet the tweets that I tweet. about the show uh you can leave us a review on itunes if you use the like apple podcast app you can actually leave a review in the app um where can they find you troy uh you can find me on twitter at uh troy underscore rotk or on youtube at rise of the kumquat awesome amazing uh you can find me anywhere you care to find me at gabe in the box um yeah, no really uh, projects that I can promise are going to come out anytime soon, but uh, Twitter's always good. Um, oh, yeah. What's up? You said, oh, yes? Yes, Hello? I think that's it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I thought you said, oh, I remember something. Oh, no, no. I Well, I, I remember that we live in a society. I have to say that at some point. <laughs> it's Incredible. required by law. Oh, dear. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. I probably forgot something. Follow the podcast at Bargain Bin Pod, and uh, thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk at you next time. Hopefully, we'll do uh, Toy Story, or um, if my sister ever <laughs> has time to do this podcast, uh, we will talk about that running movie that I promised last week, and then didn't end up happening because we were super busy. Oh, we're still gonna talk. Susan and I are gonna talk about the crazy weekend uh that we had last crazy busy weekend i should say um oh, that we nice. had last time yes okay looking forward goodbye. to that yes goodbye everybody goodbye bye and remember that's life or whatever whatever he says at the end of the show or whatever <laughs> and remember yeah, that that's society been, don't you uh <laughs> don't you wish we could do impressions wouldn't that be great we yeah wouldn't it be great lines. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> be fun to put references and things. I <laughs> uh, wish we were good at things. It's been <laughs> great. This episode is sponsored by the feeling of relating to this character just a little too much. And you're just, oh, it makes you so uncomfortable. This episode is sponsored by holding up a mirror to the society that we live in. We live in a society. Society. <laughs>